Good Saturday morning to everybody and welcome to Mortgage Matters Radio Show along with Rob Weinberg. I'm Gary Byron. Rob, good morning, buddy. Good morning, Gary. How How are you? Great. How has your week been? It's been excellent and busy as usual. I'm glad to hear that. It should be. Listen, it's a good thing to be busy, right? You want to be busy. Yes. Why? um, Well, I got two questions here for you before we get into the, uh, the thick of things this morning. You know, you talk about all of the wonderful work that a mortgage advisor can do and really guiding you through a process that you need guidance for. Cause let's face it. A lot of people have not gone down this path in their life and they want to make sure that they're not making any costly mistakes, but there's, there's another component to that. And that is when you, you know, you, you, you meet with you because you've got these ambitions and you, you've got these uh, dreams of, of owning some property for per, for whether you want to put more money in your pocket or you want to turn it into an investment and then only to find out that you don't quite qualify right now due to low credit scores. But what I think is key, and maybe you can kind of go into this, is that that's not a death sentence in owning these properties. Um, in fact, it it's, it's probably uh, meeting with you is a step in the right direction because you have the formula on how to put someone's credit right back on track and at a pretty uh, decent amount of time. Absolutely. I have people contacting me all the time that either don't know where they're at with their credit or they just have misconceptions about their credit. That's why it's so important to get with an advisor as early as possible. If you even have on your radar that you might be looking at buying a home or refinancing a current property, the sooner you can get a diagnosis, Mm -hmm. the better it's going to be. And, you know, just in the last few weeks, I've gotten quite a few testimonials and reviews from clients that came to me six months or a year ago that weren't ready. Really, the credit, I would say, is probably the number one thing like you alluded to. Also, sometimes down payment money and money for closing can be an issue. But focusing in on credit, a lot of people are closer than they think that they are to Mm -hmm. getting where they want to be with their mortgage. And I can look at the credit report. I have software I can run on credit to see what needs to be done to get you to that minimum score. Um, FHA loans, for example, you only need, you know, a 620 score. VA loans as well, as we'll be talking about today, you don't need really high credit to get it. I mean, something in the fair to good range is absolutely acceptable to get these loans. I often get surprised when you tell me that when somebody will come in with a lower than a score, a credit score than what the banks are looking for, what lenders are looking for. And you can get them back on track in like three months. I mean, that's just. I can give them the advice for free. And like I said, I have analytical tools and software, right. but the difference between people that are successful and people that aren't are the ones that do the work. When I give you very simple instructions on what to do, pay this credit card down, get this collection deleted. I give very, very simple, but thorough instructions on what has to happen the people that move forward and are able to get this process going are the ones that take that advice and run with it. Mm -hmm. And others 
feel entitled, unfortunately, yeah. that, oh, well, my credit's not that good, but no, I'm not going to pay down that credit card. I don't have the money for that. Or no, I, I don't, that cold collection, I don't want to deal with it because I don't really owe the money and I'm disputing it. And, you know, everyone has this entitled mentality, unfortunately, these days, especially in the younger generation that feel like they deserve to own a home. And that's not the way that the world works. You have to be able to show wherewithal on your credit, your income, all these different pieces to get there. So I'll give you the formula. I'll give you the prescription, but you have to take it. Sure. I can't do it for you. And those that do it, like you said, 60, 90 days, sometimes even less than that, we can get you where you need to be. And in certain very uh, difficult circumstances, it might take longer than that. But I would say on average, it's really just a couple of months to get you from where you're at now to where you need to be in order to get just that entry level loan that we've been talking about here to get a property or to get that refinance done. It's incredible that in that short amount of time, you can go take somebody who would not qualify for a mortgage to making them not only qualify, but overqualified to some degree, if that's even a term. You mentioned something a moment ago with uh, regarding veteran loans. You, you want to go there this morning? I think it's a perfect place to go. All right, then let's start with probably the most simple question, I guess. Uh, who, who qualify? Who is eligible for a VA loan? So VA loan, VA stands for Veterans Administration. And a veteran is eligible for a VA loan if they've served on active duty in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine Corps, or the Coast Guard, and was discharged under conditions other than dishonorable. So if you have a dishonorable discharge, you're not eligible for a VA loan. Um, you have to have served 90 days or more during war, any time during wartime and 181 continuous days or more during peacetime. So you don't have to have been in the military for years and years in order to get this great benefit. Wow. There are a few exceptions, but that's the gist of it. Then also members of the reserves and National Guard are eligible upon completion of six years of service unless they were released due to a service-connected disability. Same thing, you know, honorable discharge and whatnot, or still serving with the Reserves or National Guard. And the last uh, eligible person for a VA loan would be surviving spouses. So if you have a spouse that is deceased and was eligible for a VA loan, and now you know, you're know you still surviving and you want to use that benefit, there are certain exceptions, and but under many circumstances, you as a surviving spouse, they call it, can access those VA benefits. What makes the a VA loan program so attractive? And I, I mean this in comparison like to, uh, let's say, for other types of loan programs. It, it's my opinion that especially for like first time home buyers and really any home buyer that's buying a primary residence or refinancing, a VA loan is the best loan program that you can get for all the reasons we're going to talk about. Oh, wow. The num the first and foremost reason many people know is the VA allows a zero down loan. So even during and after the subprime crisis, when all these other programs tightened up and you had to put a lot more money down, VA still allowed that amazing zero down loan. Uh, no money down purchase. I'm talking about no down payment. Of course, you still have to come up with closing costs, as we've talked about, but it is a uh, no no money down purchase or a refinance with no equity in your home, which is amazing as well. Another great thing about VA loans is that they have a different way of calculating 
your debt to income ratio. They do the normal calculation, but they also have something called residual income, which takes into account utilities and maintenance on the property. And that may not sound good, but it's actually really good because they're looking at how much money you actually have left over after all these other expenses are paid and your debt. And it allows you to have a very expanded debt ratio. So whereas some loan programs, for example, you may only get approved for, let's say, 300000 the same person on a VA loan might be able to get three. Fifty or four hundred thousand. Oh wow! So it's very expanded as far as those qualifications. A, a huge benefit, and really, VA is one of the only ones that allows is something called an Earl loan. It's it's I R R R L. It stands for Interest Rate Reduction Refinancing Loan. There's a tongue twister for you, but this <laughs> Earl loan, we we refer to it as an Earl loan. Um, it is so amazing, especially right now while rates are low, because it allows a veteran to refinance with no appraisal, no income verification, no termite inspection. Like there's all these things you have to get for other loans and other types that you don't have to get. And it's basically just some paperwork that has to be done to have your loan underwritten. You can't have you know more than one late payment in the last 12 months. And you do have to meet the minimum credit score requirements. But other than that, you can very quickly and easily get your interest rate reduced. And that loan just requires that your rate is reduced at least a half a point. Wow, so if you have a 4% rate, if we can get you a three and a half or lower percent interest rate on this Earl interest rate reduction loan, just very little paperwork, very little friction, you can get that done. In most of the time, I'm closing those in like two to three weeks from the time you apply for the loan until you close. Just a couple weeks because we don't need a lot of that other paperwork. Another huge benefit of VA versus other loans is no PMI. You know, nobody likes paying that mortgage insurance, that, that uh, monthly nut that you have to pay in your mortgage payment for the uh, putting down that low down payment. VA does not require that at all, which is amazing. There's really low interest rates on VA loans, which is phenomenal that there's really low rates, even lower than a lot of other loan programs. And they don't really penalize you as bad as, say, conventional loans if you have a little bit of a lower credit score. Also, VA loans have lower fees. There's certain allowable fees and non-allowable fees. So the VA is really looking out for the veteran when it comes to these loans. They're making sure that they're getting no PMI, great rates, no down payment, lower fees. Some of the fees that a normal civilian would be charged when taking out a mortgage, the VA won't even allow you to charge that. Good. So it's great for the veterans. As they it's, should. Yeah. It's absolutely That's... phenomenal. And I'd say the last but not least, and really one of my favorite uses of the VA loan program, is that the VA allows a veteran to do a cash-out refinance or a debt consolidation refinancing loan to a very high loan to value allows you to tap way more equity than say a conventional or even an FHA loan. Now they used to allow a hundred percent and I've heard that there's still a few lenders far, you know, few and far between that allow that. But for the most part, the VA will allow you right now today in 2021 to cash out up to 90% of the equity in your home. That's 10% more than conventional and 10% more than FHA. So you can see all of these benefits add up to an amazing loan, really the best loan available. Wow. I'm, I'm listening to this and I, I can clearly see why you said a little while ago that this is clearly the best type of uh, a loan, a mortgage loan that you can possibly get. But, you know, I, I'm always... I don't know. Maybe this is just me. I, I'm always, I don't want to say the word skeptical. That might be too harsh, but I, 
there's always got to be a downside. There, there's got to be maybe a, a negative attribute to, a, to 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 everything. Um, what would that be there for? Is. Okay, there I is. Thought, there I thought, is. So I'm glad I asked. So with a VA loan, there is something called a funding fee, and the funding fee is a fee that's paid to the VA. Uh, it's calculated. You know, every loan has a different funding fee. It can be as little as, you know, a half a percent all the way up to 3.6% of the mortgage amount. Now, if you do the math, if you're borrowing 300000 3.6%, that can be over $10,000 in an extra fee that goes to the VA. So one of the reasons why this loan is so viable and it's been around for so long and it's just done so well over the years is because the VA is well capitalized and they collect these fees you know, that are somewhat high compared to other loan fees, but it allows them to continue offering these loans. And that is probably the biggest downside. But here's the thing. The funding fee is not charged on all of the loans. If you have a service-connected disability or if the VA considers you disabled, even a small amount of disability, like 10, 15% disabled, you qualify to have that funding fee waived. And I've had many veterans that I've worked with that have, you know, minor disabilities and they're considered disabled by the VA. And at that point, those big funding fees we're talking about are completely waived. They're zero. So that really mitigates that if you can qualify for no funding fee. But even if you have to pay the funding fee, it's a small price to pay for an amazing benefit. The other uh, downside is there are no appraisal waivers. Other than the interest rate reduction loan we were talking about, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the VA requires appraisals on all other loans than that. So you have to get an appraisal. Unlike conventional where we get waivers and sometimes you don't need an appraisal at all to take cash out of your home or refinance or even buy a home, VA does require in all cases other than that interest rate reduction that you get an appraisal. And for some people that can definitely be a deterrent because there are property requirements as we'll talk about, similar to FHA, you know, chipping pain and handrails and safety concerns. So that can be a deterrent. Last but not least, in Connecticut, VA does require termite inspections on all uh -huh. of these loans. Okay. Uh, there are certain states that do and don't. Massachusetts and Connecticut here in the Northeast are two that do require termite inspections. It's not a big deal. Termite inspection, usually $100, $150, but it is an extra layer. It is an extra piece of the puzzle. It is something additional that does happen, You know, something that has to be done in order to move forward with the VA loan. And for some people that have termite issues or whatnot, that may sure. stop them from qualifying. And Rob, we're looking at it from the perspective of the, the, the buyer and the seller. You know, let's look at it from the perspective now of, uh, of, of the real estate professional. There, there's got, I, I've heard this. I almost wasn't going to ask you, but I'm, I'm, I'm throwing it all out there. Um, what are some of the negative stigma that's you know, more or less associated with this with real estate professionals or pertaining specifically to VA loans? Is, yeah, especially in this crazy real yeah. estate market where sellers are being picky and realtors are being picky about the offers. You know, some of the stigmas around it are a lot of realtors have maybe had a bad experience, you know, one off where a VA loan had an issue with an appraisal, this or that. I would say the number one thing is that they look at it as, okay, VA loan, zero down. Well, that's not a good buyer. If they have no skin in the game, they have no down payment. Why would we take that loan when we have another buyer offering 5% down or 10% down? So I'd say that's one big thing, but okay. these veterans earn that right. They served our country and they have the right now to use this benefit. And I've had many veterans that could put 
5%, down. They have the money, but because they have this benefit, they want to take that zero down because of all the benefits we've talked about. The other big uh, stigma with VA loans is about these property condition, uh, these appraisal issues. There's so many issues nowadays, especially with a lot of the older homes, that a lot of sellers and realtors get concerned about the property condition. Oh, a VA uh, appraiser is going to come in there. They're going to tear this house apart, and they're going to make us do all these repairs. And now my seller's not going to end up with as much money if they have to paint this and repair that. And, you know, I, I can't deny that that can happen, not only with VA, but with FHA loans as well. They are going to be a little more picky about the property condition, specifically chipping paint, safety issues, handrails, things of that nature. So because of those items, they are more apt to take another offer a lot of the time, like a conventional offer, a cash offer, uh, another type of loan offer than they would a VA because of those stigmas that are attached. There's got to be some little common myths uh, misconceptions about VA loans, right? I, I would imagine, like anything else. There are. I'd say the number one misconception is people think you can only have one VA loan. That's not correct. See, that I you, thought that yep, too. You yes. can definitely have more than one. So another reason why consulting with a mortgage advisor early is important, we can pull a certificate of eligibility. Typically, we can do that instantly through the VA website. Other times, it might take a couple uh, a couple days to get it back. But that will determine how many VA loans you can have, the eligibility that you've used in the past, how much of a loan that you're able to qualify for now. So that's one big misconception. Um, another big one is people think if I had a foreclosure, a bankruptcy, a short sale, I can't get another VA loan now. And that's absolutely incorrect. VA is, absolutely, is one of the most liberal when it comes to lending. Letting you get a new loan after a credit event, like a foreclosure, bankruptcy, short sale, that sort of thing. Um, two years. I have a I have a client right now buying a property in Connecticut that had a foreclosure. Actually, no, I'm sorry. They had a short sale two years ago, mm -hmm. and they're buying a home right now in Connecticut with a VA loan. Other loan programs, you have to have a much larger seasoning time. And they, like many, thought they wouldn't be eligible. So- one of the great things is by consulting early and often with that advisor, we can go up the totem pole. We can go to the VA RLC, the regional center for the VA. We can get answers that maybe you aren't sure about. We can go to underwriting managers and things and get all these potential credit issues, potential pitfalls. We can get all that taken care of way in advance so that we know here's when you're eligible, here's what you need to do, like we talked about at the top of the show. Here's the process of what to do with your credit to get it where it needs to be. It sounds like there's a lot of different creative ways outside of the box that uh, that, that you have up your sleeve, that you can help. Uh, it really a, a just comes down to experience. Yeah. I wouldn't say things up my sleeve, but- But these are a lot of things that are not conventional. I mean, not, these are things I've never not. heard of. And that... it comes down to doing thousands of mortgages now in my career, dealing with- many, many different scenarios, good, bad, and, and everything in between, and seeing how to handle it. Every situation's unique. We just have to look at it like that. It's not like a bank where it's like, you don't fit in this box, go have a good day. Sure. Let's find a solution. Let's find a way to make it work. 
Folks, you are listening to Mortgage Matters Radio Show with uh, Rob Weinberg. I'm Gary Byron. Very easy way to reach Rob Weinberg. He's got a great email address, a very easy website, and uh, a phone number that I, I'm encouraging you to write down. You can email the show at mortgagemattersradioshow at gmail.com. You can also check out the website. It's online 24 hours a day. I encourage you to do this. It is www.robgw.com. And it's phone number, 860 Four one three three nine three eight. So let's talk a little bit, if you can, about the VA interest rate reduction loan. Yeah. So like I was mentioning earlier, kind of to go in depth on it, this is unique to the VA. This is not something that you can do on a conventional loan or other types of loans, but this interest rate reduction loan allows you to forego most of the hassles in the mortgage process, like providing income documentation, getting an appraisal, talking about termite inspections, well inspections, things like that. We don't need any of that on an interest rate reduction loan. We just have to show that there's a net tangible benefit that you're going to save at least a half a percent on your mortgage rate. And you also have to be able to recoup all the closing costs within 36 months. And that's great that the VA requires that because other loans don't. It may take you five or 10 years to break even. They're still going to do a loan. The VA doesn't allow it. If you are going to get this interest rate reduction loan, you have to be able to recoup the cost in 36 months or less. They want to make sure that the veteran's getting a good deal. And on a lot of these, the half a percent lower interest rate, that's just the minimum. I have veterans saving a point, a point and a half, 2% or more on their interest rates. Maybe they got a VA loan a couple years ago at, you know, four and a half percent. Now we do this EARL rate reduction. They're getting a two and a half or 3% rate, dropping their payments significantly, putting them in a much better financial position. And it only takes a couple weeks because we don't have all these hassles of appraisals and inspections and this and that. So it's like sign sign your disclosures, provide a couple, uh, you know, copy your mortgage statement and a couple things, send it to underwriting, get the approval and close. Hey, you know, Rob, I hear you say that. All right. And that makes perfect sense. But then why are there so many veterans convinced by their real estate professional to use a conventional or FHA loan over a VA loan. And this is one of my biggest pet peeves. And I know a lot of mortgage originators across the country have this issue is, you know, we'll see veterans come in to refinance or to buy another home and they didn't use their VA eligibility when they did their last loan. And when we question them why, it's like, oh, well, my realtor, you know, said that my loan wouldn't or my offer wouldn't get accepted if I did a VA or they're just not even informed that they're eligible for a VA loan before. A lot of the time we have to dig deep and find out what's going on. I have veterans that could have gotten many VA loans over the years and they just never uncovered that idea, that opportunity until we start asking the right questions. Say, wait a second here. This would be a better loan program for you based on what you're looking to do. So the reason that the real estate pros are not really encouraging them to use the VA is because Earlier, we talked about those negative stigmas. Mm -hmm. Obviously, a realtor only gets paid when a deal closes. So they'd rather have you take a conventional loan or a different type of loan that they can get their commission rather than doing what's best for you as the buyer and getting you that good advice of doing that VA loan with the lower down payment. The appraisal requirements, of course, sometimes you're buying a house that it just won't pass a VA appraisal. 
And if they know that upfront, that's why they may say, look, VA isn't going to work for this. You have to use a different type of loan program. Even if it's not the best loan for you, you have to do that if you want to buy this property. And I would say that is not necessarily a bad thing. You know, they're looking out to make sure the deal goes through. But at the same time, you have to be educated. And the last thing would be the termite inspection, you know, having to do that in Connecticut. It's required. And uh, hey, maybe there's a termite issue. Mm. Maybe there's things that need to be repaired. I had one a few weeks ago in Simsbury where house looked great and the termite inspection showed that there was some termite damage and it had to get repaired. Was it a big deal? No. Was it an extra layer of some work that had to be done? Minor work? Yes. So a lot of the time what I'm finding is a real estate professional will have a bad experience with a VA loan, a one-off transaction where either the lender didn't have their act together or the buyer or something just didn't go right. And they use that opportunity to say, eh, I don't really like that VA loan anymore. We don't really want that VA offer. We'd rather go with one of these other loan programs. It's unfortunate, mm. but it is true. You said you can use a VA loan for more than one property, right? You can. And there's certain criteria that you need to meet to use it for more than one property. Um but I will say that a lot of the time what happens with veterans is that they'll buy a home with a VA loan. They'll then refinance that home with a VA loan. And then maybe years later, they'll sell the home and then buy a new home using okay. the VA loan. But a lot of people think you can only use it once, which is absolutely incorrect. Gotcha. And I only have time for one more question. Let me just ask you if you can talk maybe just a little more about the advantages of using a VA loan for a cash out refinance. And I've only got about two minutes. Sure. So, so a VA loan in my opinion, and I think the numbers don't lie, it is the best cash out refinancing loan available in the United States today. And the reason why is because, as I mentioned, you can go up to, in most cases, 90% of the home value. <laughs> it used to be even more. They tightened that up here you know, a couple years ago. But 90% is huge because conventional, you're capped at 80%. FHA, you're capped at 80%. VA, you're capped at 90%. 10% of equity, if you have a $300,000 house, that's $30,000 more you're going to get from a VA loan than you get from other any other of those loans. So that's huge. No PMI. Of course, that that's big. Like we talked about, keep that payment low. There's no hit to the interest rate on a VA cash out refi. So on a conventional loan, when you're doing a cash out refinance, they're going to hit your rate. You're going to pay a higher rate for a cash out refinance on a conventional than you would for a no cash out refinancing, okay? VA doesn't have those hits to the rate, so you're gonna get a better deal. You're gonna get a better rate than you would on another loan program. And the last thing is a lot of people are doing the cash out refinancing mm -hmm. to pay off debt, so they have a high debt to income ratio, and the VA has way more flexibility with that debt to income ratio. I've seen in some cases, people get approved for VA loans with 60, 70, or even 80% debt to income. That's unheard of. FHA, you're maxed out at 56.99. Conventionally, you're typically maxed out between 45 and 50. VA, I've seen it. There's no max. I've seen, depending on the automated underwriting, I've seen it where, like I said, 60, 70, 80% debt to income. Any other loan, you'd be laughed out the door. VA embraces it and the loans perform amazing. That's true. Did you say really quickly, yes or no, can you, can you get this done? Is it quicker, a VA loan? I wouldn't say it. I'd say it's the same amount of time as a conventional or an FHA loan. So okay. no additional time, about the same. 
All right. Really valuable info. This is what I love about this show. We always cover in depth all of these uh, different topics for and the good, the bad, and the ugly that's associated with them. And, and we really appreciate uh, you you bringing this information to us. Folks, if you've got a question that you'd like to answer it right here on these very airwaves, and maybe, hey, even as soon as next week, or you just have a question for Rob privately, simply email Mortgage Matters Radio Show at gmail.com. Once again, that email address is Mortgage Matters Radio show at gmail.com. Maybe you've got a question. Maybe you just want to start exploring. Head on over to the website uh, and start navigating your way around there. A lot of valuable information. You may even get some of your questions answered. It's www.robgw.com. Once again, it's robgw.com. I always say, though, you could easily add more questions to your arsenal, and that's when you make an appointment. Give them a call, 860-413-3938. Again, 860-413-3938. 3938 for Rob Weinberg. I'm Gary Byron. Thank you so much for listening to Mortgage Matters Radio Show. Until next week, have a good one, everybody. So long.